what can we do to increase the quality of African universities? In the global ranking of universities, African universities are usually ranked low. The best ranked university in Africa is the University of Cape Town at position 250. So in 250 universities, best universities in the world, there is no African university that, that features among those 250. So what could, have, could be the problem? Number one, African universities are not just doing enough research. Because, uh, for example, the webometrics ranking of universities considers the output, research output of a university, and that is measured by the number of citations, for example, on the internet or the journals that a university is cited in. So, I find African universities really are low on research. And then it's about attracting top quality students and faculty from around the world and because African universities are resource and cash strapped they rely on government funds but because of the structural adjustment programs of the World Bank they advise that higher education should not be a priority for African countries so African countries should only focus on basic a primary and secondary education. So this is how universities, uh, African governments, got to divest from investing in universities. And so uh, the funds for research have been getting low and low by the day. And uh, the African governments have to make a call between feeding hungry populations or funding ivory tower research whose results may not be visible 20 years into the future until 20 years into the future so what african governments have done is to decide to feed the hungry population first and then so these african researchers are forced to rely on international donors but they are usually back on the queue because international donors like the Ford Foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they were a long list of, uh, of apl- applicants for their research funds. And what's more, they also have their own issues, their own, uh, they have their own motive for funding a research. So they will only fund research which aligns with their goals and some of it is not so good. So you find we really must increase research funding to African universities to at least 3% of the national budget. Recently, Japan set aside $70 billion for research into its 100 top universities. Imagine that, $70 billion, because Japanese universities are not ranked as high of the American University, so Japan has figured out that if it invests more on research, its universities are probably going to be more globally competitive than the American universities. So for African universities then, it is lack of research. You've resorted to mainly teaching for 
and even the skills and all that required at university you find uh, employers are complaining that the issue in Africa as well in the world isn't just a lack of jobs but also a lack of skills to fill those jobs so then that's why some companies have resorted to management and graduate trainee programs to try and upgrade the skills of these fresh graduates from universities so but what's what's important is that universities the issue of quality even or high standard isn't about the buildings in the university a nigerian academic argues that a great university isn't defined by the beautiful campuses or picturesque uh, manicured lawns it is defined by the interaction of the brightest minds from across different experiences who come and share experiences and in fact in a great university you learn more from your peers your peers than you learn from your professors however nobel winning they may be so then african universities need to cross fertilize the ideas both in terms of students and so that the best students for example in nigeria can study in kenya and the best students in Uganda can study in Botswana. So that cross-fertilization of ideas between students is what will make for an enriching experience. So then that's what we need for African universities to excel. And the Nigerian academic argues that, for instance, the Cavendish Laboratory at the University of Cambridge isn't that much of an imposing building, yet it gave us the DNA by James uh, by Crick and Watson in 1959 so you can see just a small building a small below the radar building giving us the DNA so even for African universities then it is about the interaction of the brightest minds from across Africa and also in the world that is going to shape the quality of our universities so in that sense then African governments must invest in, must fund scholarships so that the best students in Africa can be coalesced around, uh, say, 20 universities, top-notch African universities. And then we will see inventions and innovations like we've never seen before. And then another issue we need, endowment fund. An endowment fund is simply a principal amount which is a perpetual one so you only use the interest while maintaining the principal amount that principal amount could be increased marginally by by to offset inflation so that's how an endowment fund works and uh, practically no very few african universities have endowment funds it's only about uh, University of Cape Town as an endowment fund of to $50 million. Compare that with the Harvard endowment fund of $41 billion. That's almost, that's uh, 300 times less than the Harvard endowment fund. So how are they supposed to compete for students and talent and faculty across the world? So we could tap into African universities could tap into the alumni 
Although the relationship between the African alumni and the universities is not as strong as the American alumni and the universities. So this is another issue that bothers me. But so when you tap into alumni funding and then government to increase uh, funding for universities and disregard the World Bank advice that higher education does not benefit Africa and so we invest only so that we invest only in higher in basic education we should ignore that advice that silly advice by the World Bank higher education produces research and this research solves the, pro- the most pressing problems that encumber Africa and that is how Africa is going to create wealth. So that's uh, I have addressed this the issue of African universities in my book The New Africa Rising. That is the New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. That is the New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. It's on Amazon. That for only four point nine nine dollars. So here's page one of the book. I'll just skim through quickly. How is a continent that has so much potential, abundant natural resources, and unlimited human capital sit at the tail end in almost all important global statistical measurements? Africa accounts for just 1% of global trade, 1% of new patents, 1% of stock market activity, to name just but a few of the economic parameters. How can the continent increase its economic output to the world and in return become more wealthy and prosperous? And most importantly, who is to blame for the continent's woes? Is it the bad leadership, the unfair world trade practices that favor the rich and developed countries, or a combination of both internal and external factors? In the 1960s, the independence was swept across several African countries. And yet, 50 years later, the same problems that incubated the continent then are still the same ones that the continent grapples with. War, disease, and poverty are still in the national manifestos and vision statements of several African countries. There are more ideas that haven't translated to tangible benefits on the ground. And yet, journalists and public commentators continue to proclaim that six of the ten fastest growing economies in the world are in Africa. So, even in the midst of all the tragedies and despair, there is a palpable sense of renewal that is sweeping across Africa, especially among the continent's young population. With these small gradual steps that are being made in many African states, result in an exponential growth that will catapult continent to sit at the center of world affairs rather than at the periphery, or will these small steps merely be a bubble which will burst as fast as it appears? So that's page one of the book, The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. Get it on Amazon for only $4.99. So you can find also this discussion on www.mabinda.com www.mabinda.com Mabinda is M-A-B-I-N-D-A M-A-B-I 
and da that is www.mabinda.com thank you